It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone, online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the 12th floor, 50-pin place in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, the home of 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK. Welcome to the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. This is episode number two for this Tuesday because we needed to make up for Monday and not being able to podcast. So we'll give you a double dose of Locked on Thunder. And on this episode, we'll give you an update on Jeremy Grant and talk about how much that could affect the Thunder. Tomorrow night against the Golden State Warriors, we'll hear from Paul George. We'll hear from Russell Westbrook and Dennis Schroeder. We'll talk about what's going on with the starting five and all the illness that's going around with the Oklahoma City Thunder. And Kevin Durant gets fined a couple hundred thousand dollars for telling a fan to F off. The reason I bring that up is not so much to talk about Kevin Durant. Okay, yes, we'll talk about Kevin Durant and how he would be received in Oklahoma if he decided to come back because that topic of conversation came up again yesterday. But more importantly, I believe that every player that gets fined for doing something like this, I'm a big believer you never say anything derogatory to the fans. Don't denigrate the fans. Don't say anything bad about the fans because they're the ones that pay your salary and you want the fans to come see you and and, and drive up that revenue in the NBA. Also, it might need to be a case-by-case basis because sometimes fans act very foolish. And when fans start acting a fool, then maybe the fan is the one that should get fined and not so much the players. I'll give you a couple of examples of that. In segment number three today, if you don't know who I am, my name is Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game here in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, as well as News Radio 1000 KTOK. I've been lucky enough to cover the Oklahoma City Thunder now for five seasons. And if you like what you hear, I would ask that you go to the website LockedOnThunder.com and listen to all our archive podcasts. We also have video and audio from players and coaches. And if you like what I do, then you might like what everybody else is doing in the Locked On Podcast Network, and you can get all those podcasts at LockedOnPodcast.com. That is LockedOnPodcast.com. We are your team every day. I also host another podcast called Locked On Sooners. So there we go. Uh, There's all the credentials. That's the rundown. Let's jump into it. Thunder lose to the Kings last night, and in the process of losing to the Kings, Jeremy Grant rolls his ankle, 
And as of now, there is nothing different to report than what we got last night, which is just, hey, Jeremy Grant rolled his ankles, and Jeremy Grant rolled his ankle, he had to be taken off the court and was not able to return to the game. We're probably not going to find anything out as far as Jeremy Grant's status till sometime before the Golden State game, so either during shoot-around tomorrow or right before pregame tomorrow, then Billy Donovan will announce it, and we'll figure out at that point what the Oklahoma City Thunder can do because, well, essentially we know what's going to happen. Patrick Patterson is going to come in and he'll start for Jeremy Grant, which sort of bothers me because I think Grant has played very well in that starting role. Patrick Patterson has seemed more comfortable coming off the bench, and now you've got Patrick Patterson having to make that adjustment. Plus, I'll go so far as to say that when you watch Steven Adams and Jeremy Grant play, and maybe you get an opportunity to watch more NBA games than I do. Can you name me a better physical combination in the paint than what you've got in Jeremy Grant and what you've got in Steven Adams right now? These guys absolutely kill it. And Grant just seems to be getting better every single game that he plays. So I hate to see him go off the court. But if it's a matter of health, then... That's fine. And the Thunder right now, we're just going to have to go through some nicks and bruises and, well, unfortunately, illness until they get better. And the the positive way to look at all this, because with Andre Robertson being out for an extended period of time, Terrence Ferguson out for personal reasons, Alex Sabrinas is sick, Nerlens Noel was sick last night, it's better to have it happen now at the beginning of the year than to happen sometime around late March, early April, which is very obvious to say. And and also, if you believe every game counts, then there's really no good time to go through this, but you're gonna it, but it's gonna happen during an 82 game season. And so far the Thunder have been able to weather that storm pretty well. Even if they lost last night, you still have Russell Westbrook and Paul George and Dennis Schroeder and because Alex Sabrinas was out, that opened up the floor for a guy like Raymond Felton to come in and run a little point. He got he got some playing time, may get some tomorrow against Golden State. And it also gives the Thunder the opportunity to see guys like Hamadou Diallo come in and play. And you can figure out if this guy is your future, not your future, or you can at least start to see what his potential is. It gives TLC an opportunity to play. So it's not the worst thing in the world as far as all these injuries. But after Patrick Patterson, you're not exactly flush at the four. The next guy you've got behind him is Tyler Davis from the Oklahoma City Blue. And you can activate him, bring him out to Oakland tomorrow and get him ready to play for Golden State. And that may be what you have to do. Uh, you could bring Abdul Nader up. A uh, little undersized for playing the four. Um, Burton is undersized for playing the four. So you're sort of stuck. And that's going to tax. That is going to tax Patrick Patterson tomorrow night. Um, we've seen Paul George kind of play there. If you want to go small and going small against Golden State isn't exactly the worst thing in the world. And that may be what the Thunder have to do tomorrow night just to kind of get through the rest of this road trip before they return home Friday to take on the Charlotte Hornets. As far as the way Paul George and Russell Westbrook played last night, remember, Russell Westbrook's first game back, I didn't think either one played all that great last night. Abon Shumpert completely showed up the Thunder again. 
I don't know what it is about the Oklahoma City Thunder, but Amon Shumpert just figures out a way to torch them. So let's hear Paul George talk about not only last night's game and the loss to the Kings, but Amon Shumpert and sort of everything else going on. Here's PG after last night's loss. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just how this team plays. They play fast. They play early in the shot clock. Um, you know, it took us a second to kind of get things under control. Um, but, I mean, just fact of the matter is, general statement for the game, we didn't shoot well enough to win tonight. Did you feel like there were some things in that third quarter that you guys were able to get to at a, at a higher level to switch the game around? Uh, we just got back. Um, we, you know, we limited the stabs in the backcourt, um, and we just got back. We didn't run to a guy um, that we were supposed to be matched up with. We just grabbed a guy um, and then just relied on our defense. What he did, does that make it hard to play disciplined with how fast and free and loose they play? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just because in, in return, um, I thought they just sped the game up, which, you know, sped us up a bit. Um, but, you know, again, we brought the game within – we were winning at one point, but, you know, um, just to finish this game, I lose about four. And, and again, we didn't shoot the ball well. Um, you know, it's good stuff to walk away from here. When you do have games like that where you're not shooting well, what do you guys need to do better in order to make up for that? Uh, just play defense. Play defense better um, and create easier opportunities. That's it. Our defense will create that. Um, which the defense, um, you know, later in the game held up, got us back into the game. But that's it. When shots aren't falling, we'll, we'll get defense, um, defensive stops, easy turnovers, um, just to get, you know, momentum going in our direction. Pulled by about halftime, are you, are you about sick of seeing him on Shumpert? Uh, were you about sick of him on Shumpert by halftime of this one? Um, Two games. I mean, I don't know. He just you know, he have a crazy, crazy out-of-body experience against us. Um, <laughs> And it's always for one half. Um, you know, I don't know what it is. He likes to play against us or something. Uh, he's ready for it. So, um, you know, tip our hats to, to Sean for giving him that uh, that first half. Um, kind of just boosting him and, 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 you know, being easy, uh, instant offense for him in that first half. Every time somebody comes back or late, like tonight, New Orleans is sick, Alex is sick, Russ comes back, is the bigger adjustment on defense and that communication that has to happen? Yeah, I mean, uh, losing New Orleans um, is big, especially for a game like tonight uh, where they do a good job of offensive rebounding and um, attacking the rim. Uh, we lost one of, our, one of the better rim protectors in this league and, and, and rebounders in the league. So um, that's where it hurt us most. Thunder limping along right now as Paul George, as Paul George said right there in the last comments of of that post game press conference or that post game interview. But I was glad he finally mentioned the defense. I had not really listened to that whole thing, so I'm hearing it kind of like the first time you are. And I kept thinking, talk about the defense. Talk about the defense. You kept talking about how the shots didn't fall, but your defense was terrible. In the first quarter, that's one of the reasons why the Thunder found themselves in such a deep hole is they just didn't play really good defense. And it's almost as if the Thunder are going to play good defense, the shot's got to be falling as well. And that I understand what Paul George says, but that's not what the Thunder executed last night. And at this point, the mentality of this team has just got to be, let's get the game with Golden State over with no matter what happens in that game on Wednesday night. 
You just want to get home, be healthy enough, and then get back to your winning ways here in the, in the next couple of nights. It's not going to be easy. And I do think that the Thunder might be catching Golden, Golden State at the right time with all the drama that is surrounding that team at the moment. But that being said, the Thunder are awfully banged up. And mentally, that's going to take a toll on you as well. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up in the next segment, we'll hear from Russell Westbrook. And how much is being a dad affecting him and, and having to go out on the road? Russell, tell us next here on Locked on Thunder. If you're looking to get a little action tonight on the games, there is only one place for you to go, and that is MyBookie. That's right, MyBookie, because they actually pay. And for a limited time, if you are a brand new customer to MyBookie, they're going to match your first deposit 100%. 100% of your first deposit up to $1,000. It's very easy. MyBookie.com is a great place to go, and I wouldn't recommend you go any place to make a wager unless I knew for sure they paid out. And I know for sure that my bookie pays out. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie because they will actually make sure that you get your money. Plus, it's not just about point spreads. There's fantasy. There's all sorts of games there. Plenty of ways for you to put a little green in your pocket. And remember, they will match your first deposit up to $100,000. If you are a brand new listener, you just enter that promo code locked on, or you're brand new to my bookie, enter the promo code locked on, and your first deposit gets matched up to $1,000. That's 100%. So go to mybookie.com. That's mybookie.com. You play, you win, you get paid. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. We just published another episode of Locked on Sooners, and you can get that at LockedOnPodcast.com or subscribe to Apple iTunes or subscribe via Apple iTunes. It's also with Google, Stitcher, Alexa, Spotify. All you got to do is say, uh, Alexa, play Locked on Thunder, or Alexa, play Locked on Sooners. She may have actually started it over. Um, but it's great. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We are your team every day. It's local experts on the biggest stories. Russell Westbrook back for the Oklahoma City Thunder last night. Not a great night shooting at all. Not even not for him, not for Paul George. And, and for Russ, you, you give it a little bit of an excuse because, one, he's got to learn how to come back and, 
integrate himself into the team. Also, when you just have twins, you have to think that Russ has stayed up uh, pretty much all through the night the last few nights to uh, help his wife out. And Russell Westbrook talked about that, amongst other things, after the game last night. How are you and your family doing? Great. Thank you. You uh, you just coming back tonight. How did you feel about um, the way that you eventually were able to kind of get yourself into a flow and a rhythm? All right. I agree, but, you know, it is what it is. Russ, what is the, the hardest part about coming back and then leaving again and coming back? What's the biggest adjustment for you when you do that? Uh, just got to get back in the rhythm, shape, everything, you know, so just got to figure it out. You seem to turn it up a notch in the fourth quarter. What sparked that? we losing. Just trying to figure out a uh, way to, to get my team back in the game. Russ, obviously you want to be here. Is it hard? Is there any part of you that's it's hard to pull yourself away from home? Yeah, but I got a job. And, uh, my kids are fine, healthy. I'm blessed. I'm thankful, so I'm good. Dennis talked to us earlier, said he took this one because he didn't shoot the ball well. How much does that say just for a teammate to kind of step up when you guys struggle like this? Yeah, I mean, it's not his fault. I mean, he's going to have nights where he missed shots, but he do a better job defensively uh, for 48 minutes. Did you notice any things? I mean, this team's identity is predicated on defense. Did you notice some things where you all could take it up to another level next There's game? There's a lot. It was when we started. And then we got ourselves back in the game. Just too many open shots for them. You have uh, been off for six games. How do you feel right now? You pop right back into place. I'm all right. Russ, while you've been just kind of watching, what, what have you seen from Hami and the way he's developed? Uh, just being aggressive. Uh, he's aggressive. He's good for our team. And, uh, tonight you've seen it. When he, he's out in transition. He's able to make an impact on the game. <laughs> what are your thoughts of uh, De'Aaron Fox though, in his last season? I haven't been watching, honestly, sir. So I'm not sure about it. And that was about it for Russ, um, which you're asking a question like that. That's about as good as answer as as you can get for from Russell Westbrook. And as far as Hamadou Diallo goes, uh, couldn't have played any better last night, at least from an offensive standpoint. Thought defensively he played okay. And now it's just time for this guy to just continue to develop as a member of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Not a great night for Dennis Schroeder last night either. Here is Dennis Schroeder after last night's loss to the Sacramento Kings. Some more and more force uh, defensively. What was the key to kind of changing things from the, the start of the game and, and um, getting back into it? I just went in back. You know, they did a head of a job playing uh, you know, with pace on the offensive end, uh, either miss or make. I think in the second half we did a better job going going back transition defense. What did you notice down the stretch is the, the difference in the game? I mean, missed shots, you know, um, put this game on me. Missed a lot of shots, you know, uh, bad decisions. I'll take that game. Dennis, did you, it seemed like a lot of the shots are the shots that you like to get. I mean, did you feel like you were getting good ones? Yeah, some. Um, but like I said, I'll take that game, you know. Um, it wasn't a good game, and uh, just got to bounce back against Warriors. 
you've uh, you've said a million times it doesn't matter to you if you start or you're coming off the bench. But is there some adjustment period just going from playing with one unit to a different unit, playing some with with Russ, some without that sort of thing? Oh, of course, um, it's a change. But uh, like I said, whatever it takes, you know, I do it. And um, today I didn't do it. Like I said, I just got to bounce back. The adjustment period, with as, with as much as the Thunder have had to adjust this year, with injuries and illness and guys being out, it's a wonder that they are where they are record-wise and still in the middle of the pack in the Western Conference. Um, I, and that tear that they went on gave you a glimpse of what the Thunder are probably going to be a lot more like as this season goes on and they continue to develop. And I would say for even all for even all the sitbacks that we've witnessed with Oklahoma City for the first few weeks of this season, it's still better. They are still ahead of where they were last year from a development standpoint. And I think this team can only get better where last year I just kind of felt like they were going to spend the entire season just getting to know each other. At least now you've got a lot more cohesion. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. We'll wrap things up talking about Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant getting a $25,000 fine. I thought I said uh, $250,000. I was wrong about the amount, but why Kevin Durant might not need to be punished by the NBA. We discuss it next here on Locked on Thunder. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked on. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but really the first words you want to say are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And trust me, as someone named Jake, that is a fact. That's the phrase that will help you feel good knowing that you have people who could help you find the right coverage for the things you want to protect. Insurance doesn't need to be complicated with a State Farm agent. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits you because your situation is unique. And State Farm is there to help you feel supported with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. And when you need ways to get help, don't yell or be angry because State Farm gives you options there too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com or their award-winning app. State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. Locked on Sooners is out, and you can get Locked on Thunder and Locked on Sooners at LockedOnPodcast.com. And, of course, we've got our own website, LockedOnThunder.com, where we've got all our podcasts archived. We're both part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Kevin Durant gets called a cupcake by some fans and tells them to watch the effing game and shut the F up. As a result, the NBA NBA fines Kevin Durant $25,000. Sorry about saying that it was more than that, although I wish it had been more than that. Um, All right, somebody calls you a cupcake. Don't tell them to watch the game. Don't tell them to shut the F up. Don't, if you can avoid it at any cost, If you're a player, don't do anything to alienate the fans. Don't alienate the people that are sitting in the seats watching you, the people buying your jerseys and your posters and everything else. 
that puts money into your pocket. What you want to do is continue to try to get on their good side, although Kevin Durant's still probably in a bad mood with all the questions about Draymond Green and everything else going on at Golden State, and Kevin Durant kind of wants to be the bad guy now. All that being said, okay, Cupcake, Kevin Durant, and him saying what he did to the fans, that definitely deserved a $25,000 fine, if not more. Kevin Durant certainly deserved to be fined for for what he said. Now, on a case-by-case basis, if you're the NBA, as much as you want your players to treat your fans with respect and be grateful to them for being in the stands... The minute a fan does something to cross the line, so he gets personal, talks about a guy's wife, talks about a guy's kids, goes over that racial line, throws a beer like the guy did at the malice at the palace, then at that point, I don't believe that you can necessarily hold a player responsible for his actions. I'm not saying a player should go hog wild and beat the living crap out of a fan, and that's not something we really need to see, and that certainly doesn't do the league any good. But if a fan gets personal with a player, and a player decides that he is going to tell the fan in no uncertain terms that that fan can shut up, I'm all for that. And I don't think the player should be fine. And I think as a fan, when you buy a ticket and you take that fan's... Look, and I believe there should be a fan's bill of rights. I believe that there should be rights to protect the fans as well, but you sort of take your you sort of take your life into your own hands, for lack of a better term, when you're going to go down that road with professional athletes. Treat them with respect. They will treat you with respect. Yes, part of the gig is getting heckled, and there are certain things that aren't off-limits, and there are certain things that are off-limits, but it's the players and the fans' job to know which is both. That way, the relationship can be a lot more harmonious than maybe what it's been in the past. And and I'm not saying that it's bad now. It really, honestly, we think about it. I think fan player relationship is at an all time high. And one of the best one of the best things to happen for fan player relationships was social media. As much as players may hate it, it does give you a direct line to your fan, and fans love that. They absolutely love having the opportunity to get to know who you are. Coming up tomorrow, we'll talk more about the Thunder and Golden State. We'll also get into all the internal stuff going on with Scott Brooks, former Oklahoma City coach and his Washington Wizards, plus J.R. Smith looking for a home. Would he fit here in Oklahoma City? Uh, I'll let you chew on that for a while. We'll get to that tomorrow. And until tomorrow, everybody love everybody, and of course, peace, love, and thunder up. You are locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. 
The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.